Good evening. Happy Monday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to call in the show, Trump rallies in more than one way. He's actually in Texas tonight, about to take the stage in a few moments for a rally. When he does, we're going to play. We're not going to play the entire speech because y'all know he tends to go on at these rallies because he gets the crowd going and they go. So these rallies go on for a long time. But when he does take the stage, we're going to do a little peep. We're going to peep in, see what's going on there. He's also rallying in the poll numbers area. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later with Gerard Lamero. News is out that an agreement has been reached. And maybe that's why Trump hasn't taken the stage yet. He may be trying to peruse the deets on that. Dick Shelby has been working with the Democrats and their committee to try to reach a deal. You know, I have faith in my President Trump. I ain't got a whole lot of faith in the Republican Party. So the details remain to be seen because they can they can cook whatever books they want to be working on behind the scenes. But it's still got to go to President Trump for approval. Uh before I go on, though, I, I I almost went into it so much that I almost forgot to introduce the real main man of the hour. And he's he's actually, President Trump is actually numero dos compared to this man. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. We have some early audio from the speech. Oh, we do. So many friends in San Diego. My best friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. Even though he's in El Paso, he's still talking about San Diego. I, I know. Well, you know, he can multitask that one. He's, he's down in El Paso thinking about San Diego. Um, it will be interesting to see what happened because we heard today that the talks had been stalled because the Democrats decided that they wanted to limit, as part of the bill, they wanted to limit the number of beds in which the illegal immigrants could be housed. Intentionally, intentionally creating a situation to where felons... We already know that we got MS-13 gangs that do things like behead teenage girls and light their bodies on fire. We've got intentionally wanting to uh, put those MS-13 gang members back out out on the streets. Other felons from rapists, murderers, et cetera. The Democrat Party intentionally wanted to limit the number of people who could be housed so that those criminals could get out on the street as some part of a power play here with a wall. That's like trying to hold up funding by saying you either give us everything that we want or we or we're going to you know we're going to demand somehow or, or the state of California is going to open up the doors and let everybody from San Quentin out. I mean this is this is insanity. They tried to couch it today as though this is really a way to try to motivate President Trump to release uh, to to deport all the bad guys. Are you kidding me? Not even Vince the ShamWow guy. Whatever happened to Vince the ShamWow guy, by the way? No idea. Not even Vince, Mr. ShamWowie could sell that. And that dude convinced a whole lot of people to buy a rag. But not even Vince could convince people that the Democrat Party here wanting to limit the number of beds in immigration detention centers was because they actually wanted to motivate President Trump to deport more bad guys. Because these are the same people that said MS-13 gang members, Nancy Pelosi, they had a spark of divinity. Yes, they did. Spark of divinity. These are the same people that are working right now to protect the most dangerous illegals among us. Kate Steinle was murdered as a part of their play to protect the worst illegals among us. 
intentionally putting American lives at risk. They know that a certain percentage of those in the uh, in the detention centers illegals are child molesters and child rapists. They don't care. What they care about is making sure that we've got an open border because that's the they've they President Trump and the conservative. They've gone so crazy that they have alienated so much of their base. It came as a shock to them. In 2016, the President Trump tore down that blue wall of the Electoral College. They started peeling off African-American votes in 2014. In fact, that was really when the Democrats, I think, really amped up. That was, uh, it's interesting because they created, I don't know that it was intentional at the time when all that whole unaccompanied minor thing came up, came about, but that's really what ushered in so many Democrats as well as independents wanting to give both houses of Congress to the Republicans. They didn't, they didn't manipulate that and create that. Um, but because they had become the party of the illegal immigrant and protecting the illegal immigrant, they weren't as bad as they are now, but that's partly why so many of the African-Americans started leaving. At that point, we had had six years of Obama. They had done nothing for the African-American community, done nothing for minorities in this country, and yet they showed to the world they wanted to you know, protect all these people that were you know, in flooding the borders in 2014. Now, they have just come flat out. They are just as, as insane with their immigration policies as AOC is insane with her Green New Deal deal. It's a bad deal for Americans. Uh, Durant, we're still waiting for President Trump to take the stage when he does. We're going to play a, a little bit of that. Um, I'm really curious. DJ Carrot Sticks Over the Break is going to do a little research. We will as well in terms of what the deal is. Uh, the deal, quote, is reached in principle to avert a shutdown. Well, if we had principles in this country, if we had common principles in this country around what we should be principled with, i.e. the U.S. Constitution and what this country was founded on, that President Trump detailed in such a brilliant way in the State of the Union address, this wouldn't even be a debate. And that's one of the reasons why I thought the State of the Union address was so absolutely brilliant. Because we used to be, we used to debate minor details, but we used to be united around the principles on which this country was founded. Judeo-Christian principles. The principles of that we had a right to protect our nation and our borders. We used to, it wasn't that long ago, in fact, that it was the Democrats bragging about how much money they had spent on border security and how much fencing that that was going to give us. So if there were, there's no principles involved here, at least on the Democrat Party. And I'm, and, and I'm actually here to tell you that if the Republican Party really had the principles, they should have principles in the form of honoring your commitments and fulfilling your campaign promises and representing the people who voted you into office. This wouldn't be a debate right now either. How can we, how, I, and I don't even know what that means. We've reached an agreement in principle. We got to get the wall or not. That's what the American people elected President Trump for. They don't want to hear this kind of nonsense the Democrats have been putting out. What's well, going to be a smart wall, i.e. drones and more Border Patrol. That's the kind of manipulative game that's been played on the voters for too long. That's the kind of stuff that maybe they could have gotten away with a little bit more back before Google. You know, we, we complained a lot about big tech, but certainly it's made it, you know, uh, thanks to Al Gore and the Internet as well as big tech. You know, they can't they can't lie to us in the, uh, on the campaign trail now and then count on us to forget it. They, everything's documented now. All their, all their duplicitous scheming against the American people has been on full display. We want a wall. 
The American people elected President Trump to build a wall, to deport all the bad guys. And in fact, the American people really liked the idea of deporting, deporting all the DACA kids. I heard a great, uh, a great uh, comment the other day from somebody who said, here's what it is like with the DACA kids. Let's say DJ Carrot Sticks, when he was eight, snuck into the movies. Not that you would do that, my friend, because you were, you were always upstanding and had principles of back course. in the Right. Even if it was one of your like sci-fi movies that I can't stand with all them superhero people. Let's say, you know, his analogy was you're eight years old and you and your buddy have snuck into a movie and you got your snacks that you managed to get, you know, to sneak in. And then you're three quarters of the way of the movie and you get busted. Well, what happens? They throw you out. They don't go, well, you know what? You've been here for three fourths of the movie. Now you're entitled to see the entire movie. And oh, by the way, you had a popcorn. Can we can we get, get you some other snacks and some, you know, chocolates along with it? No, they throw you out. President, President Trump was elected in part because he talked about ending this DACA deal and deporting people who are in this country illegally. Because we've got, we've got not only a, a national security issue, we've got an economic security issue as well. I don't know how you can compromise on a wall. How do you reach a compromise? Either we're going to get a wall or we're not. Either we're going to end the sanctuary cities. Why do we still have a Republican Party that funded these states, even though they're still getting federal funds, even though they've got sanctuary cities and sanctuary states? How are, quite frankly, how are we still funding Planned Parenthood as a party? So I don't know what this deal is in principle, okay? The American people want to see a deal that fully funds this government with a wall that also has... Language in it to fully fund deporting, getting rid of the people that are here. I'm not even sure why we need all these beds anyway, because in San Diego, didn't we just hear, wasn't Kirsten Nielsen here? Because under DHS, the new plan was anybody who comes in needs to wait it out in Tijuana. Yeah. So you want, so the Democrats, you want fewer beds? Fine. Let's all, let's all put them on planes right now and get them out of here or put them on buses and take them back where they belong. We're going to take a break. We come back. Maybe President Trump's going to take the stage. I think he's waiting to find out. Uh, what's uh, what is in this deal? More Andrea K show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. 
Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system, standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar Panel Systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Money struggles are no fun. If you've got high interest credit card debt, 20, 25, 26%, along with your mortgage payments, why not reduce the interest, get rid of the card payments, and save yourself some money? I just showed one client how to save herself $1,000 a month. How about student loan debt? I can help you pay that off through your home loan without the cash-out costs. What if you're retired with insufficient income but still making mortgage payments? I can fix that. With enough equity, I'll help you get rid of those mortgage payments once and for all. Call me, Ed Personius. I'll help you save money every month, and I'll get you a great low rate while getting the bank to pay your loan costs. What? A great rate and the bank pays your loan costs? Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Get more money in your pocket every month. 949-293-6271. NMLS number 1610807. DRE number 02026055. AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before I get to my next guest, uh, and actually we are still waiting for President Trump uh, to take the stage. He's in uh, El Paso, Texas, I believe, tonight. little side note, uh, back in the day when I was uh, looking to graduate from college, I was actually interviewing with AFES, Army's Air, Army Air Force Exchange Service, where I shopped at Keesler Air Force Base at all the time. Loved it. And I was thinking about getting a job with them because they're actually, these are where you shop on base, DJ Care Sticks. And um, so, and they're run by, uh, they're not government workers. It's, it's an, what, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're outsourced. Volunteers? They're, no, they're not volunteers, baby. We would get paid. But it's, it's actually a non-government company that runs the retail outlet there at the Army Air Force Exchange Services. So, you know, when I found out that I would have to move to El Paso, I had been to El Paso, and this was many years ago, not that many, but long enough to where I was like, oh no, AK ain't moving to El Paso. Because even then, at that point, the open border had pretty much destroyed El Paso. And my dad was like, there ain't no way I'm letting my baby move to El Paso because that is absolutely, I mean, our, our nation had pretty much, you know, already sealed the deal for El Paso at that point. Um, so we're waiting for President Trump to take the stage. Uh, there is um, supposedly word is out that a deal has been reached in principle to avert a shutdown. Oh, my gosh, we've got to avert a shutdown because if if we have another shutdown, oh, my gosh, it's just going to be the ruin for President Trump going forward. He's never going to be able to recover. America's going to hate him so much. Except now we find out that on the heels of the shutdown, President Trump's approval is at an all-time high at 52%. Say what? DJ Karastik, say what? He ain't even got it. He ain't got that uh, cue ready to go. 
Joining me now to talk about President Trump's increased approval numbers is Gerard Lamero. Hey, Gerard, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, it's great to be with you. Okay, so um, President Trump is about to take the stage. In a couple of minutes, we're going to see if there's anything for us to, to tap into there, Gerard. But conventional wisdom is you can't, the Republican Party cannot have a shutdown hanging around their necks because it's just so awful that you can never recover from it politically, even though the facts of the matter is, is that there is, the Republican Party has never been hurt by a shutdown. And President Trump, who said, I will own this shutdown, since the shutdown and his State of the Union address, his uh, poll numbers are at 52 percent. And I think that's the highest they've been for his approval rating in something like 23 months. Can you explain this, Gerard? Oh, yeah. He's popular. And the, and the, the American voters are not listening to the media and they're not listening to the radicals and extremists in the Democratic Party. They've tuned them out. And uh, I guess they talk to their own selves. You know, the socialists talk to other socialists, but they're not dealing with mainstream America. And Trump has got their heart and he's got their support. And by the way, remember, Rasmussen, like any of the other pollsters, follow polling techniques. I believe that Trump's approval rating is closer to 55 percent right now. Oh, really? Why do you think that? Well, because I use forecast models from numbers. I don't use uh, polls. Oh, okay. Well, it's really confusing because there was competing. Actually, I took a snapshot because when I Google searched uh, Trump's poll numbers and was going to do some research on it, two headlines popped up that were competing. One was from The Hill and one was from News and Newsmax. Newsmax headline was President Trump's approval number at a 23-month high. Uh, the Hills, their headline was President Trump's approval number at an all-time low. Well, that's not right. <laughs> both, both, yeah, right. Both talking about the Raz, both responding to the Rasmussen poll, and so I'm not sure if it's the polls themselves that Americans have just decided to like not pay attention to anymore, or if it's the fact that they're not paying attention to the polls because they know that the media is completely manipulating the results to push their own uh, ideology. We're going to listen to President Trump here for just a minute, Gerard, and then we'll have you respond. Okay, great. He, he, he is in front of the podium now. He is in front of the podium. He's basking in the glow at this point. Not yet ready to speak. Gee, look at all those women behind President Trump. What a shock. As the French would say, what a shock. El Paso, thank you very much. I am very, very thrilled to be here in the great state of Texas. Right on the banks of the legendary Rio Grande, where, by the well, I don't know, you heard, right? Today, we started a big, beautiful wall right on the Rio Grande. Right smack on the Rio Grande. I love this state, and I love the people of this state. We've had a great romance together, you know that. It's been a great romance. And we're only getting stronger together. That's what's happening. Wow, look at all the press back. You believe that? 
This is like the Academy Awards used to be, used to be. They've gone down a long way since they started hitting us a little bit, right? They've gone down. That was a long, that was a long fall, but there they are. Last week, I was honored to stand in the House chamber to deliver the State of the Union. And I asked both parties to come together to choose greatness for America. Since taking office two years ago, our economy is now the hottest economy anywhere on Earth. Our military, which desperately needed funding, we went 700 billion and 716 billion is more powerful than ever before. That was not a good situation. It was tired and depleted. Our great warriors were not taken care of. Now they're taken care of again the way they should be. And America is winning again. Isn't that nice? We're fighting for all Americans from all backgrounds of every age, race, religion, birthplace, color, creed. We're all right, sounds like uh, President Trump is uh, just kind of easing into things kind of recapping a little bit from the State of the Union address and outlining some of his uh, successes. I'm loving the visuals, by the way, behind him. He didn't try to stack it with a whole bunch of phony, you know, he's got, uh, you know how they always try to overwork the behind the the dude with, you know, we okay, we're going to have, you know, one person of this color, one person of this gender, one person of this age. Man, he's just got America behind him, all wearing their USA hats. I'm just absolutely loving it. So uh, Gerard Lamero is here with me uh, from Great News uh, for America. And what's your blog site, uh, Gerard, where everybody can find you? Greatnewsforamerica.com. There's about 160 web pages on my website, so plenty of stuff to read. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, they before the at the open tonight, before we went live, there was uh, reports throughout that there has been a deal reached in um, in in. Uh, I can't, not in value, in principle, a deal has been reached. And I think one of the reasons for the delay for President Trump before coming out and speaking was because he's probably reviewing the details of what is there. And uh, and I think that it's probably, I wouldn't be surprised by the left and both, both opposition parties, Gerard, if they didn't try to suck some uh, wind out of his, uh, suck some ox- oxygen out of his speech tonight by rushing to try to get some deal uh, because they know the power of after, especially after that State of the Union address, Gerard, they know the well, power of his speaking to the people and his ability to connect to them. Because he really has his finger on the pulse of America. Well, there actually there's another reason too, and that is the procedures of the House require at least uh, three days. Uh, ample reading time they're supposed to follow this year. And that means that in order to sign something on Friday, they've got to pretty much finish it by Tuesday morning. Oh, good point. So So, so they have another reason, too, if they're really trying to get a deal. Well, we'll see what the 
what kind of position they put President Trump in because he's got to sign whatever they put forth to avoid a shutdown. Clearly, his numbers at 52% tell me he didn't he didn't suffer so much as a hangnail baby from the shutdown that was hung around his neck, particularly since he was the one that reopened the government and got everybody paid. The, the American people see that he is fighting for them. He is fighting for this country. You're right. The American people are ignoring, uh, except for the far left kooks, they're ignoring the mainstream media who are saying that Trump is not, let me backtrack. They're not only, those are only the far left kooks that are in bed with the mainstream media because not only do the American people see President Trump fighting for them, they also have seen what's on full display. We're going to spend a little bit more time later on in the show on this Ilhan Omar woman, but we have had two weeks of Democrat after Democrat have being exposed for the racists that they are, being exposed for the infanticide supporters that they are, being exposed for the sexual assaulters, the violators of the Me Too movement for what they are. So you contrast that with President President Trump, and that's another reason why his approval numbers are where they are. And they're, and, and, but what I'm concerned about, Gerard, is that both parties trying to put Trump in a bad position to try to marginalize him and try to diminish his approval. Well, I'm not worried in the least. And let me tell you why. Uh, the, the Republican Party, the establishment Republican part of the party, has been trying to do that for Trump for a long time. And, you know, the November 18 election that we just passed and that 49 establishment Republicans are no longer there. Mm -hmm. They either retired, resigned, or they lost their reelection bid. And the American people are getting rid of them, slow but sure. They've gotten rid of Bob Corker and and, uh, Jeff Flake from Arizona. Uh, They did that in the Senate. They're going to lose a few more uh, senators who are not going to run in uh, 2020 and the house is going to flip back conservative because that's what's happening and uh, the media is out of touch the democrats are even more out of touch there's no way they can win an election against trump at least not legally excuse me for interrupting at least not legally well you make a good point because a good point because uh, there are a lot of shenanigans that look like they were going on well actually yeah far worse than shenanigans in some way gerard because the i'm being polite you are Uh, ballot harvesting trying to do something that involves you know the left wants to couch that as over just making it easier for people by knocking on the doors and pressuring people hand over your ballot to me or i'm gonna you know yeah i refuse to leave um you know and then you know being dishonest with people about what they're doing is different than and not at least that's been made legal here in california that's it's not good it's terrible but to me even worse than that is the through motor voter and a variety of means we flat out have mass amounts of illegals voting in this country and it wasn't just it, it that far off it was only 2 years ago when president trump talked about how his popularity numbers would be even higher because the left was saying well he won the electoral college but he's not really our president because hillary won the popular vote and he said well how many illegals voted too many. Right. And, you know, they and all said there was that. What- not have won, she may not have won the popular vote. That's up for question. Absolutely. And I tell you, in, a di- in San Diego, where we had a district where a Republican won years ago on 65 votes, we, and we've had f- over 50,000 that voted in Texas, that's how Ted Cruz struggled to, to keep his position. And by the way, there's a competing rally supposedly happening tonight, Gerard, with that Beto yes. O'Rourke. I don't remember what his real name is, but it's like, Gerard, i got to ask you, if you were going to change your name, from like Robert or something, why would you pick Beto 
I mean, it's too close to Beta, which is like loser dude. You would think he would pick like Alpha Romeo, or, or, or you know what I, what I mean? Instead of like some loser name like Beto, it's like it's silly. Yeah, well, I'm not going to outguess what his his thinking is. Just like I can't figure out why Elizabeth Warren puts herself down as American Indian, because that test of hers, at best, it was one out of 1,024. But even so, uh, the reliable gene pool uh, that her test was part of does not even guarantee any American Indians in the gene pool. So we don't even know if she's related to anybody that's Indian, and yet she puts down on her Texas bar uh, card, you know, when she want to sign up for the bar in Texas, uh, you know, her background, yeah. American Indian. Ridiculous. Well, it's not only ridiculous, that's, that's fraud. And, you know, she should be disbarred at least not allowed to practice in Texas. I mean, and, and, and even on the heels of that, she dis, she announces she's going to run for president. I mean, this is gold, Republicans. The Republicans should be all day, every day, in unison, busting them for this. I mean, you know, why did she do that? Because she was getting gigs for it. She got the gig. Harvard came out and said, well, we didn't give her the gig because of that. Are you kidding me? Harvard, who does identity politics all day long, that's what they do with their admission policy, and that's why they, that's why they, they um, did what they did to the Asians because they had to they had to minimize the the criteria uh, in or massage the criteria for admissions in a way that put the Asian students down farther than they belonged. I mean that's what Harvard does. I mean this woman basically stole jobs away from other people and she should be prosecuted for it. But instead, you know, she's running for office. So we're going to take a break, and I'm wondering if you can stay over. Sure. Uh, Gerard. I, I have I have a show in Boston on the hour. That's all I have to finish by. All right, we'll stay we'll stay over with us, and we're hoping that Trump's going to. While you're still with us in this next segment, maybe pr- Trump is going to um, actually get to talk a little bit about the wall. And then while we're waiting for him to get to that, then maybe we'll talk about this Ilhan Omar chick. How do you solve a problem like Ilhan Omar? Oh. Right. Oh, that's another ridiculous story. <laughs> stay tuned. We got more with Gerard Lemaire on the other side of the break. This is the Andrea K Show. Don't go anywhere. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Stocks and options trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Fire your stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Scott Bauer and I've been a professional trader for over 25 years. I've traded for Goldman Sachs and was the first Amazon market maker at the Chicago Board Options Exchange. I'm also the CEO here at Prosper Trading Academy, the leading educational firm teaching people how to trade the markets. For a limited time, I'm giving away one of my favorite secret trading techniques used by thousands of our students every day to help build their financial future. To learn this technique right now, call my 24-7 voicemail and just leave your email address. I'll email you my free trading technique right away. Just call one 800 228-2155. This is the very information my students use every day to invest in their financial future. Again, call 1-800-228-2155 in the next 30 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. That's 1-800-228-2155. Call 1-800-228-2155. 
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Dennis Prager here with some very personal questions. Have you saved enough for retirement? Do you have the right investments? How will the new tax laws affect you? For answers, I recommend scheduling a meeting with financial advisor Bill Roth. Bill has astutely identified the important issues of retirement finances. Too many people mistakenly believe that they have enough. Bill Roth will meet with you personally to provide his expert opinion. And more than that, you will receive the book, The Raft Strategy, How to Build Your Tax-Free Nest Egg Without Risk, absolutely free. Bill's insight can help make your retirement financially secure. I enthusiastically recommend you schedule a complimentary financial review with financial advisor Bill Roth. It's good counsel. Call 858-673-7574, 858-673-7574, or log on to WLRothAssociates.com, your partner for retirement success. Call Bill, 858-673-7574. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple 
steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. President Trump right now is in El Paso, Texas, doing a follow-up to the State of the Union address. Uh, the plan was for him to rally the rally America behind his plans for a wall as we're into the final days before the next shutdown. Apparently, there is an agreement that's been reached in principle. We've yet to know the deets on that. But we know the details in terms of the problems that these open borders and bad immigration policies and sanctuary cities and all that have done to America. So once we get some more details on that, we'll bring it to you. I'm going to continue my conversation with Gerard Lamero here because, Gerard, um, in terms of great news for America, you know, it, it was not really a good move or in terms of making America great again. Uh, to bring people in from countries. One of the things President Trump talked about when he ran for office involving immigration was not just the problem in the southern borders, but he talked about the issue of bringing people in, refugees from other countries, and he talked about it being an issue not just from national security, um, but also a cultural issue. And I think that's a great example of the problems that this country has and that we ended up with a congresswoman who was known to be anti-Semitic, Ilhan Omar, Right. And, you know, to me, it's an example of why you cannot have she's saying her excuse for her anti-Semitism. She did another tweet in which basically she, she said that any Congress people that support Israel do so because they're being paid uh, to do so, which, of course, is, you know, conjures up the stereotypes of Jewish people and money. It's it, you know, this isn't the first tweet. You know, she's tweeted out in the past that Israel has been hypnotizing the world. I mean, this woman is is a raging Jew hater. Let's just be straight up about it. Um, she got elected in a district that is a large refugee uh, community. And to me, it's an example of she says she issued an apology today. Did you have a chance to read it? Absolutely. Yeah, she says, anti-Semitism is real, and I am grateful for Jewish allies and colleagues who are educating me on the painful history of anti-Semitic tropes, which is like a, you know, a nasty metaphor, if you will. My, inten- right. my intention is never to offend my constituents or Jewish Americans as a whole. Okay, well, she, uh, okay, who were I you mean, trying? Some are, some are okay, because it's as a whole, she doesn't want to offend them. Yeah, right. Uh, we have to Some always... It's okay to offend them. Right, yeah, I, yeah, so she's, she goes on to say, we have to always be willing to step back and think through criticism, just as I expect people to hear me when others attack me for my identity. Nice pivot to being the victim, okay? Yeah, right. Then she goes so she's on... She's not a victim. She's, she's not, not a victim. victim. But see... And, the, and look, I was going to say... Let's face it. I mean, if you go over to Palestinian uh, territory, you're going to have a bunch of people that hate Jews. I mean, let's face it. That's what they say every day in every way. Right. And and the only difference is one of these people has relocated to the United States and then decided to run for Congress and won. Exactly. They're a Democrat in a Democrat uh, district and they won. So now we can expect those kind of rants to happen. Yeah, because this is what happens when you elect somebody 
you know, who believes this. I mean, she's trying to couch it now as though, you know, I just had, this is the Northam excuse. Well, I just had no idea that this is offensive. I'm just, she's playing the ignorant card. Okay, well, let's say this is true, Gerard. Let's say she really didn't know because she comes from a country and a culture that does this all day long. So, So this presents the problem and the issue that President Trump was talking about. It's not just a security issue bringing people in from other countries that are infested with anti with anti-western culture anti-israel and anti-american propaganda because they don't understand our culture and it takes a really long time there was a reason why for many years we stopped in immigration of any kind because we wanted those that were here to assimilate into our culture they weren't allowed to vote and they certainly weren't running for office and this is why even if we were to believe that she just didn't know she has no business serving in congress and nancy pelosi put out the and, and oh by the way after shifting to her uh, uh her being the victim for her identity she says i unequivocally apologize after she equivocated then she shifts again to say Saying, but yeah, we got a problem with this Jewish organization. The apology from Nancy Pelosi was insufficient. We reject any uh, all forms of anti-Semitism. Then you need to reject her like a cat coughing up a furball. She needs to not only be stripped of her committee, Gerard, but the woman needs to be put out of Congress. We should never allow this kind of Jew-hating bigotry to and any woman involved and anybody involved in it. They should be publicly shunned and but continue to sit on Congress. It's abhorrent. Final thought before I have to let you go. Well, what I think is about the culture is a big deal. And a hundred years ago, people came here because they wanted to have freedom and they wanted to make a business. They wanted to do better than the old, the old country they came from. But these people are coming here to do things like reject our Constitution, reject the rule of law, and, and, and they want, in some cases, substitute Sharia law, which is pretty harsh. And, and so I think, uh, you know, we've got to basically clear people as to whether or not they want to become Americans, because we don't want to bring people in who want to live like another country or change us to another society or civilization. That makes no sense whatsoever. That's a recipe for conflict and problems. It's lunacy. We have a, we must, we are the country that has created, invented all the greatest technology that the world has been relying upon. We are the country that has provided the greatest level of humanitarian aid for the world. We are the country's police force. You cannot just transform this country. And the reason why the left not only wants the southern border, but wants to bring in all the Ilhan Omars from around the world is because those are the people that are going to want to vote to transform America from the successful free republic that's done everything I just described into their Marxist centralized system of power and eventually turn us into Venezuela, counting on the fact that all those elites will be like uh, Maduro and his family down in Venezuela live in large while the peasants are struggling. And America needs to wake up. Up. And it's shocking to me, the Democrats that vote for this, that can't see where this is going in the long term. Gerard, I wish I could keep you. Thank you so much for being here. Gerard, tell everybody again where to read your work and your blogs. Great news for America.com. And I got lots of books on Amazon if they want to buy some of my books. And I agree with you 100%. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for agreeing with me. I love anybody who agrees with me. All right, Gerard, thanks for being here. All right, now stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Did y'all hear the latest out of Northam? we got to talk a little bit about that and some other topics. Um, so don't go anywhere. There's lots more to come.
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Michael Medved at MichaelMedved.com for Town Hall. The Ralph Northam case illustrates, among many other things, the long entanglement of the Democratic Party with the Ku Klux Klan. In the same year that Northam posted his hateful yearbook photo of a clown in blackface next to a figure in KKK hood, the Democratic leader in the U.S. Senate was a former Klan leader, Robert Byrd of West Virginia. He led the Democrats in the Senate for eight years from 1981 to 89, even though he wrote to a U.S. senator during World War II, quote, I shall never fight in the armed forces with a Negro by my side or allow America to be degraded by race mongrels, a throwback to the blackest specimen from the wilds. In contrast to Democratic embrace of Byrd, when former KKK Grand Wizard David Duke ran for Louisiana governor as a Republican in 1991, leaders of the GOP statewide and nationally united to ensure his defeat. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu This is Larry Elder, and I'm here with Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Now, I've known Aaron for a long time. People are going to ask me, where did he come up with the slogan? Your house could be made of potato (laughs) chips, and we wouldn't break one. I was trying to explain to some people in the conference room who was asking, tell me a little bit more about your company. We invented windows that have some benefits against, like storm, it doesn't rattle, and dust, it has a weather stripping, and all that, and the faces look like they completely disintegrate. And I was trying to excite them about technology and actually what we do with the windows. And I said, we install it so perfect, your house can be covered with potato chips and we wouldn't crack one. What? What? And that started the whole conversation. I've just been talking with Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. So call him right away and get 20% off your entire order, plus one-year interest-free financing. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. And thanks, Aaron. Hello, my name is John Harris, new kid on the block around here at The Answer San Diego. My show is called Illuminate, a financial variety show. In almost 40 years of being a financial advisor, I've known hundreds of highly successful people and always wondered what makes them tick. And it's not just hard work. So to get to the bottom of the secrets of success, I'll be interviewing highly successful people on my show every Saturday. We'll go in depth with CEOs and business owners such as auto dealers, construction companies, hotels, real estate developers, and restaurateurs to name a few. We'll also be chatting with pastors of megachurches to find out 
how they become the top spiritual leaders in their communities. One thing's for sure, if you want to become successful, you got to hang around successful people. So, come hang around my show, Illuminate, Saturday mornings at 7. Yeah, I know it's kind of early, but guess what? Success starts early. Illuminate, a financial variety show designed to put a smile on your investment style, Saturdays, 7 a.m. Don't be late. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I was listening to that spot that was running. I like the sound of that show. If you want to be successful, hang around successful people. Kind of reminds me of that old, what was the movie with Rodney Dangerfield? He said, if you want to look thin, hang around fat people. What, was that back to school? Could be. Oh my, was that, did you not love that movie? Yes, I loved all Rodney Dangerfield movies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't have a sense of humor if you didn't like Back to School and Caddyshack. But, you know, they couldn't make those movies anymore. No, no way. The PC babies wouldn't have it. No, like the hot tub scene and Back to School. There was just so much about that movie. That just, I mean, all the good comedy was in the past. By the way, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live did it, it, this weekend, as usual. Uh, did they do the skit on AOC? No, I'm, uh, but I would put money on it that they didn't. Oh, okay. Um, I tell you what was, uh, I, okay. So the Grammys got to talk for a few minutes about the Grammys, which I know I really wasn't going to talk about. Um, but you kind of have to now because Hollywood has decided that their industry is no longer about entertainment. It's now about politics. Um, and I do love music and a, a couple things uh, that stood out. Of course, Joy Vila did her thing. She dressed as a brick wall, which I thought was really very clever on her part. She did. She looked uh, like, uh, what's her great fate from uh, The Wizard of Oz, by the way? It's kind of how the dress was. I thought she looked like the Good Witch. No, no, Dorothy. Um, there was some controversy. Dua Lipa, whoever that is, I guess uh, she, I guess last year, the head of the Grammy dudes, women were complaining that they weren't winning as many awards as men. So he said, Well, the women need to step up. Okay, put out good music. What, you know, what can I tell you? You know, I mean, come on. So uh, evidently that was a firestorm. I didn't know this because I don't follow the Grammys. So when Dua Lipa won in her accept, acceptance speech, she said, I guess women have stepped up. And it's like, you know, we get over yourself. But what I do want to comment on is I, I'm not like a huge J-Lo fan. Um, but I thought, I love Motown. So I watched her Motown tribute and I thought girlfriend knocked it out of the park, man. I thought she looked absolutely amazing. Um, she, her voice sounded great. I mean, when she busted out Tina Marie and, and square biz, I mean, I thought it was absolutely square biz, square, 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 square biz. I mean, it was like amazing. And I couldn't believe all the hate that came back against her on this because I guess because she's not black so they were like you know they were like I thought Hollywood loved J-Lo this is a woman how many people has she employed with all of her different productions I mean there's a whole lot of people put money in their pocket today thanks to J-Lo and because she her skin color isn't dark enough you kidding me uh, so I'm here to say that I totally loved on them I mean what did they want her to do do like Northam and and put some shoe face uh shoe uh, polish on her face and like moonwalk as Michael Jackson, maybe that would have... Uh, well, and you got to think how many artists of all different creeds and colors has Motown music affected? I mean, they've all been influenced. Mostly. Well, Tina like Marie... Motown, T- right, was know. Tina Marie. That's on Tina Marie, Square Biz, one of my favorite dance songs. She wasn't African-American. Was she? I don't think... <laughs> DJ Carrot Sticks is like, who? Because that ain't his music. No! So this is insane. 
So, you know, I guess by their rules, no black performer now can ever sing a white person's song. I don't want, ever want to hear any African-American crooner singing any, um, who was the guy with the big schnoz from the 70s? Bob Dylan? No, no. Who sang ballads? Uh, um, at the Copa. Copa Cabana. Como? Uh, Perry Como? No. Somebody help us out. Our phones are down, so you can't call in. Who is, I don't know who that was. Google Copa Cabana as I get into my next segment here. We got a few minutes left. Um, gosh, who was the singer of Copa Cabana? I think he had, a, I think he had his nose fixed. But anyway, a lot of people do his song. A lot of people cover his music. Barry Manilow? Barry Manilow. And I don't want to ever hear a black crooner ever sing any Frank Sinatra. Okay, there's been a whole lot of music from Hollow Notes. I mean, you know, how many how many African-American people seen those covers? This is Oh, thank you. Barry Barry somebody Barry Mannequin, Katie said. Um All right, uh got to get into Northam a little bit because um he's saying he ain't going anywhere. And you know what? He is so happy today that Ilhan Omar put out her racist stuff because there's so much racism going on in the Democrat Party that it's just, you know, really took the attention away from Northam. Um, But everybody was talking today about his interview that he did with Oprah. What is, okay, there's nepotism is when you get a gig because you're family. What is the ism for when you get a media gig when you have no talent but you're best friends with Oprah? Favoritism. Favoritism, friendism. Okay, so um, thanks to friendism, we're going to play a little bit of uh, Oprah's BFFism, the BFFism uh, that involved the interview with Northam. We're going we're gonna to play a little bit of this. Well, it has been a, a difficult week, and, and, you know, if you look at Virginia's history. Well, let me stop, because where it starts is Gail King starting out by saying, this has been a really difficult week for you. It's almost like she's talking to somebody who lost their kid in a terrorist attack. This has been such a difficult week for you. Can you really tell us how, how, what, this, what this has been like for you? Well, it has been a, a difficult week. And, and, you know, if you look at Virginia's history, we're now uh, at the 400-year anniversary, uh, just 90 miles from here uh, in 1619. The first uh, indentured servants from Africa landed on our shores. The the who? The indentured servants? Is that who arrived on our shores? So she's got to she's got to jump in and correct him with his insanity. Well, it has been a, a difficult week, oh, and, and you know, well, it has been a, a difficult week, and, and you know if you look at. Oh, I hit the wrong I hit the wrong button there. See, this is why I need DJ Carrot Sticks to make it happen for me. So he says he refers to slaves as indentured servants. And if that had been a Republican, can you imagine how the how the interviewer would have come down on his head for that? But no, she corrects him. Oh, you mean the slaves? I mean, this is, I mean, the interview, I mean, was, she, she goes on, I mean, it was nothing but a puff piece. He goes on to talk about how he feels like now it's his job to be a healer, particularly him being a doctor and all. Are you kidding me? You're going to, yeah, you're a pediatrician, right? Really? The executioner? Let's talk about how this whole thing started and how he got under, under public scrutiny because he's talking about executing babies. And she lets him get away with referencing being a doctor and him being a doctor makes him a healer? A racist baby killer wants to talk about being a healer? This is absolutely insane. She ends up wrapping the interview by saying she's talked to a lot of Virginians and none of them really think he's a racist. Well, you know what, Gail King? Would you, you know, girl, I hope you're on your knees tonight 
thanking your BFF for the BFFism that got you that gig because there is no way that anybody could construe, construe that as journalism or good media or construe you as anybody with any intellectual integrity or character because that was absolutely disgusting to the actual slaves that came across here that were not indentured servants. Absolutely despicable. President Trump is still speaking down in El Paso. Tomorrow we'll be uh, giving thoughts on that because uh, he's rapping now by talking about how much uh, we love our ICE officers. Sounds like it's a lot of the same from the State of the Union. So uh, we'll be right back here tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Pacific to give you our analysis of tonight's speech and other topics of the day. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah.